0: there are thousands of events happening all around us that are looking for speakers. And at Mic Drop Workshop, we want to help events find amazing women speakers like you. We send out a free weekly newsletter with gig opportunities. So join over 200,000 subscribers at micdropworkshop.com slash newsletter. Okay, let's get started. Welcome back, everyone. Today on the podcast, we have Suze Chadwick. And she is a business and brand coach for doers. She wants to coach the women who want to stand out, be bold, and claim their space. I love it. She believes in bold female entrepreneurs creating savvy businesses that fit their lifestyle, not the other way around. But before we jump into Suze's episode about three ways to land speaking engagements, we are going to be taking a quick hiatus over the summer, coming back September 5th for season two. So if you haven't already, hit subscribe so you're alerted when we're back. And I'll also continue to send out my hype text every Monday. So text me the word hype to 704-228-9495. That's hype to 704-228-9495. Please welcome Suze Chadwick what's up everybody it is Jess Ekstrom and welcome to business on the bright side the podcast where you can learn how to make a living and make a difference at the same time life is short and so is my attention span so let's get started So I want to start with a quote that I pulled from your Instagram and it said, don't be surprised how quickly the universe moves once you have decided. And I feel like that happens when you decide to become a speaker. Like, did you find that for for you in your own personal speaking journey?
1: Yeah, I just think like with anything... When you make that decision that this is what I'm going to do, whatever it is, whether it's speaking, starting your business, um, going after that collaboration you've been thinking about, whatever it is, when you make that decision, let's do this, it's amazing how you somehow manifest exactly what it is that you want. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah, And I feel like that is, it's scary for people at first to say, especially for women, like people, women like to say, I'm a speaker, you know, because they think like, oh, I have to have amounted to something or I have to have like a library named after me or some like other bullshit, you know, thing about (laughs) thinking that you're not qualified. But as soon as you're like, all right, I'm doing this. I'm a speaker. Like, Let's go. Things start happening. But let's get into three ways that you feel like you can start landing speaking engagements. And I love that your first one is really just about the low hanging fruit. So let's start there.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So I always tell the story that I used to be a debater back in school. So I started speaking when I was 16 years old. I ended up in university doing debating at state level, all the rest of it. And then I spoke when I was in corporate. But when I came into my own business, I didn't have a brand. People didn't know me in the entrepreneurial space. I had been in the HR, recruitment, leadership space. And so this was a whole new area for me. And so the low-hanging fruit is don't wait for people to invite you. Create your own opportunities. And some really simple ways that you can do that are things like start a podcast, like get on the Instagram or a Facebook Live, run a webinar, you know, all of these things, run your own events. I used to run women in business breakfast events and guess who the keynote speaker was, Jess? Voila. Looking at her. (laughs) And so, you know, you don't have to do all of those things, but I just think we sometimes wait for permission and we wait for invitations and you can create your own opportunities for free, really like starting a podcast at the end of the day. I remember I Bought a $50, you know, snowball microphone off eBay and just started recording to see whether I liked it. So I think that there are, especially now, so many opportunities for us just to claim our space without waiting for others to give us the opportunity.
0: And you don't want to like be controlled by like which way the algorithm blows on Instagram one day or like what, you know, Zuckerberg had for breakfast. Like, you want to be able to control like your own destiny a little bit and who in your voice and who you're meeting. And so I think like by not just putting all of your eggs in like a social media basket, but saying I'm going to host a podcast or I'm going to have a virtual conference or host a retreat or an in-person conference, you're saying, you know what, like I'm kind of taking this bull by the horns. And then when you do that, I feel like you also, you're inviting speakers to speak at your event. And so many of the gigs that I have gotten have been because of the speaker relationships that I've built. So have you found that with yourself, like kind of teaming up with other speakers and introducing yourself? Yeah. Well, I mean, I think that once you
1: start to do those things, you start to become seen Mm -hmm. as a leader in your industry. You start to become seen as somebody who, you know, has the guts to be able to run those events. You start to build your connections, your brand, your community. Like so many, I had so many clients that I got out of those initial breakfast events where there were 25, 30 people in a room who didn't really know me but kind of liked what I was putting out there. I was the speaker. I connected with them, I connected mm-hmm. with other speakers that I invited to come along, and the, really the ball just kind of, you know, rolled from there as far as new opportunities.
0: Yeah, it really does. Like I'm thinking too about I hosted – I was supposed to have an in-person conference last year and then COVID, and um, and then so we turned it virtual. And the companies that bought the virtual event to, like, stream to their employees also ended up booking me to speak yeah. because they were like, oh, shit, this this girl just hosted, you know, her own conference. Like, let's yeah. bring her in here too. And so I just think, like, when – like you said, when you put something together, when you put yourself out there, you're also just, like – increasing your frequency. And I know that sounds like woo woo, right, but like 100%. you just are increasing your vibrations in the world and you're choosing to show up. And it's like the person that does your lighting or your sound check. I've had, I've had someone who's done my sound check before put my name in the hat for another event. You know, you just never know like who's going to be that person that connects you to your next gig.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I also think, you know, I always say things will come to you when you decide to claim your space. Mm-hmm. The space is there for that. you to claim. It's got your name on it. You just have to step into the arena and claim it and the opportunities will start to come.
0: Absolutely. And understand that it's also not going to be perfect. Like I sucked my first <laughs> my first gig. I looked back, I had like a Prezi, you know, one of those like spinning PowerPoints. And Same. I was like, I
1: using what, so
0: what was your first gig?
1: Oh, well, I mean, for me, it was, it was the breakfast events uh, that I did, but yeah, I mean, I remember using Prezi at one point and PowerPoint, and now I'm obsessed with Canva, obviously. So yeah, yeah. start imperfect to start.
0: Exactly. Just have to start. So then you say, after you kind of go after that low hanging fruit, create your own event or podcast or something, Then you say create assets. So what do you mean by that? And how does that help you land speaking? Yeah.
1: So this, I always say like, and as a podcast host, you'll probably be the same, Jess. I get a lot of pitches. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I get a lot of people that email me, like, I want to be on your podcast. And the first thing that I will do, nine times out of 10, I only have people on the podcast who I've built a relationship with. So I very, very rarely take cold pictures because I did it at the beginning and I felt like there wasn't the rapport. I didn't enjoy the interview. So I've kind of learned from that.
0: And we've known each other for like two hours on Clubhouse. So essentially we're like, you know, like besties. Yeah, yeah. Totally like besties. So. <laughs>
1: The thing is, is that rapport. Are you somebody that's going to be great for my audience? Do you have the knowledge that I feel is at the level that my listeners are at? Like, do, do I feel like you are a brand that I want to align myself with? These are Mm -hmm. questions that I always ask myself because I've spent three years building up an audience who are super engaged and amazing. And so many of my guests have gotten incredible clients from being on the podcast. So I, you know, I, that's like a bit of a holy grail for me where I'm like, right. these are my peeps. Like I'm very protective of them. As and you so should I want be. to make sure yeah. that I'm bringing people on that. I'm like, you know something guys, I want you to listen to this person. And I think that there's a lot of trust there. So Um, When I talk about creating assets, sometimes when somebody will pitch me or start to build a relationship, there are a number of things that I look at because I talk about branding and I'm a brand coach and a speaker coach. Things like, do you have a speaker's page? Do you have a media page with the other podcasts that you've been on that I can go and listen to? Do you have credibility? When I go to your Instagram or wherever else, are you sharing high quality information and content that I'm like? that's pretty good. Like that, that, that looks like somebody I want to have on. So your assets can be your speaker page, just claiming your space, obviously things like your Instagram or your LinkedIn, um, and putting the word speaker there or podcaster. So making sure that you've got collateral that positions you as an authority in your industry in some way, you don't have to be Brené Brown or Elizabeth Gilbert or Amy Porterfield, but just somebody who has unique thought leadership as well. So when I talk about assets, those are some things that I look at is your website credible. Do you have a speaker's page? Do you have other information I can go and check out in order to decide whether you're right for me and my audience?
0: Yeah. And it really essentially like what you're saying is like, give people something to review and respond to, you mm. know, just by saying like, uh, like, Oh, I'd love to speak at your event. It's like, okay, well, what, what, Can you give me that I can review? Because a lot of times the person that is, maybe you are communicating with as like a a lead for speaking is might not be the decision maker. And so they are like, so many times people have reached out to me and they're like, well, it's my job to get a speaker. And every single person on our team is getting a speaker that we are all then reviewing, you know, together and watching video. And so you want to be able to give something that's like, packaged and say, yes, this is who I am. Take it back to your team, put this video on your shared screen and like this is my menu of options. Is that, is that what you're saying by creating assets? Yeah, absolutely.
1: So for me on my speakers page, I've got testimonials. I've got my video reel. I've got what I speak about. I'm like, why you should book me? Mm -hmm. Like that's a really packaged way of sort of saying, you know something, once again, I'm claiming my space, here's all my stuff, check it out and then book me like book a call. And so I think just having assets. When I talk about assets, it's stuff that you own. So whilst Instagram and LinkedIn and all that are great, what do you have that you own that Mm -hmm. you can give me as well? So I think that that when I talk about assets, it's things that you've built and created too. So I think that's really important. And I don't think a lot of people always think about spending the time to create those things.
0: Now, what about the person that's like, I'm just getting started. So I don't have anything to put on those pages. (laughs) What do you say to that person? Yeah, absolutely. So I've
1: got a girlfriend. She does actually speak, but her speaker page is actually just a professional image of her. um, And then like what she talk, like her bio and then what she talks about and Mm. that's enough. Like just start imperfectly. Like that is more than enough just to get you started. But then once you've got, like, you've been on a podcast Or even if you've done your own online training, like a Zoom or something like that, you could have that on the page so that really what people are looking at uh, is what's the content that you share? What's the quality of the way that you deliver it? And what's your energy? Is this going to fit? Yeah, Mm -hmm. so those are some key things that we look at. So at the end of the day, if you've never done it before, get on Zoom, hit record. You're not even in a conversation with anybody. This is something I'm doing for the podcast now because whenever I do solo episodes, I've just done audio. And so now I'm recording myself on Zoom as I record my own podcast so I can put it on YouTube. So you could go into Zoom and record yourself speaking for five minutes on a topic. You could even say, welcome to my speakers page. I'm so glad that you're here. I'm Suze Chadwick. I'm a business branding and speaker coach and I love to speak to female entrepreneurial audiences. If that's you, then I would love to connect with you. The three things I talk about are X, Y, and Z and what else? whatever else you want to say, please hit the button below and
0: contact me. Like that could be your video. Oh my God. You were just like, so effortless in that though. My palms are getting sweaty and I like do this for a living, but something about video, I don't know. Like I can speak to a room of a thousand people, but like when lights turn on and the green dot goes, I'm I'm like, Oh, my name is Jess and you should hire me. <laughs> but one thing, like with video, I think that you're spot on uh, uh, creating your own, taking that into your own hands. I see a lot of people wait till they get the big stage, or so I, oh, I got to wait till, you know, there's a videographer. But I do think video is a really key part of being booked as a speaker because they, like you said, they need to be able to know your energy, your delivery, and kind of your dynamic because. They look for different things. You know, the morning keynote spots, they want someone who's super bubbly, energetic. Maybe the lunch is a little bit more tactical. Um, So they want to be able to not just see what you talk about, but how you deliver it. And so, um, some ways that I've seen other people have success kind of taking that into their own hands is co working spaces. So, like shared offices, reserve. Something and and uh, get a videographer to come and give a talk to twenty people, and then during the pandemic, um, movie theaters, you know, have not had uh, a lot of seats, but they have those kind of like mini stages sometimes up there. So reserving a movie theater, and then if you know other speakers who are also looking for footage, ask them to do it with you and split the cost of like a high definition videographer, but. Once you have that footage on your website, I feel like it really starts to open doors. Did you find that with, with footage? Specifically? Yeah. I
1: mean, I just think because I'm a visual person as well, that really yeah. works for me. Uh, it did take me a couple of years. And I mean, you don't need to do this. I mean, you could just have one video, but I've kind of, my speaker reel, uh, I've got a couple of different speaking gigs where they did the video. And so, this is the other thing as well is that if you're starting out and you're not getting paid, I am all about getting paid as a speaker. But when you're starting out, if you're not getting paid, then you need to get the assets. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I was speaking, I did a bit of a For a friend, but it was a massive speaking gig, and she's like, "I'll give you this time slot, which was a really good time slot. I'll give you the video. Uh, We'll give you all the professional photos, and we will promote you this many times to our audience." And so, this is kind of where you've also got to make that decision around, you know, payment. I think you should always get paid either in assets or in cash. I think mm. that when you get to a certain p- place in your speaker journey, I don't need assets anymore, so it's only cash. <laughs> <laughs> so I think you've just got to take a look at, you know, the opportunity, the PR, the assets, all the rest of it. But totally. yes, I would just say, you know, if you just want to get started today, get on Zoom and record yourself mm-hmm.
0: and just just get started. Have you ever wanted to guest on more podcasts? As a speaker, it's an easy way to practice your talking points and figure out what works, all while expanding your reach to already existing audiences. Go to podcastally.com and use the promo code AMPLIFY for 10% off their podcast guesting service. That's podcastally.com, promo code AMPLIFY. Need a boost to start your week? Every Monday, I send out a hype text as some food for thought for your week text me the word hype to 704-228-9495. That's the word hype to 704-228-9495. P.S. I actually read these texts and try to respond when I can. So tell me what you think of this podcast. The last thing that you say to land speaking gigs is a pretty simple one. You're saying just start calling yourself a speaker. (laughs)
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's really tough, Jess. Yeah. I know it's really I think we can hard. I'll start
0: doing that Not yeah. everybody. will be able to do it.
1: Uh, but yeah, there's just, just start calling yourself a speaker as well. And if you go to my Instagram, which is at Suze jadwick, there was a video that I did recently, which was me recording myself, uh, on the podcast. And it was about speaking and underneath the video, it says speaker coach personal branding and speaker coach. Yeah. So you could literally do a video, put it on Instagram and have speaker, like whatever you call yourself. So web designer and speaker business coach and speaker writer and speaker. Like you can claim that space and that title. The other thing that I did as well, which I did a little LinkedIn speakers course ages ago and they just said, which I thought was really cool is have your uh, LinkedIn you know, whatever your job is now, but then also add another job under the same business as speaker. Yeah. So that's a job title. So you know how you can have multiple jobs under one company. So I will have, you know, business branding coach and then under my business as the same company, I've also got another job that is the same period of time that is keynote speaker. And so once again, that then comes up in the keyword search as well if somebody's looking for a speaker too. So I think I've got speaker on my Instagram. I've got speaker on my LinkedIn. I've got a speaker's page on my website. Like just think about where you are consistently
0: saying that you are a speaker. What a hack. And I'll link all of those um, so people can see them on business on the bright side after this episode. But um, I will say like one funny story just about that, Uh, you know, not just posting you're a speaker. I think that's step one, but finding ways to say it and own it in conversation. I was taking a cab like somewhere when I was just becoming a speaker and the cab driver was like, oh, what are you doing? And I think it was like St. Louis. And I was like, I'm a speaker and I'm speaking at this event. His daughter Ran like logistics for some convention center that he connected me to, and I like three years later ended up getting a gig because I told my cab driver that I was a speaker. So just like you said, <laughs> like when you decide it, the universe will start; it, yeah. it'll happen quick. Yeah.
1: And the other thing is, you know i I am a big community you know, builder. And I say to my community, say on Instagram or even my podcast listeners, guys, I want to get on 30 podcasts this year. So I've got my podcast, but I want to get on 30 other podcasts. If you know somebody that you think I should be on their podcast, I want you to send them a message or DM, you know, drop their, uh, you know, tag them here in this post. Let me know who you think I should be connecting with. Let me know what podcast you think I should be on. Like, just tell me it all. And my community rallies. They're like, you need to be on this podcast, this podcast, this podcast. And they'll tag somebody. They'll be like, Jess, you have to have Suze on your podcast. She's amazing. And my community do a lot of the work for me. So I I think that that when you decide to be like, you know something, I'm a podcaster, I'm a speaker, I'm putting it out there. And I'm also saying, you know, guys, if you've got an event coming up and you need a speaker, connect with me, my community. If you know anybody whose podcast you think I should be on, tag them and let me know. Like I am the biggest asker in the world. I'm like, my mother always taught me, you don't ask, you don't get. And so I'm like- I can just ask. Yeah. And if
0: people want to jump in, awesome. And if not, that's all right. I'll just keep going. And people want to help people. Like yes. they want to find ways to help. So tell them like yes. after every single gig that I do, when I ask for a testimonial afterwards, I always include, who else do you know that could benefit from my message? And would you be willing to make an introduction? And they're like, actually, yeah, there's someone, someone, so-and-so. And it's like, maybe they wouldn't have been thinking about that, you know, before, but you just got to give them the layup. So where can people find you? You have resources for speakers as well that we'll include in the show notes, but what's the easiest way for people to connect with you and join your awesome community? Thank you. So just go to suzechadwick.com, which is
1: S-U-Z-Chadwick.com. And I'm Suze Chadwick on all platforms. And yeah, if you want to get a free resource, I'm running, uh, live workshops at the moment. I'm not sure when this is going out, Jess, but I'm running a live workshops at the moment. So you can go to suzchadwick.com forward slash speaker masterclass. Uh, otherwise there's just a free workbook to get you started about what you want to be known for and what you want to speak about. And that's suzchadwick.com forward slash speaker workbook or one word.
0: Yes. And we'll have to do another thing in the future about personal branding, because like you, crushing it. One of my favorite follows on Instagram, not just the things you say, but like the color, the graphics, how you deliver it, how you always keep it fresh. Like I bow to your Instagram game and personal branding. So good. Thanks, lovely. I do enjoy it. I think when you enjoy something, you're like, what else can I do? Yeah, you can tell there's so much spirit behind it. But Suze, thank you so much for coming on. I know it's early there and uh, different time zones, but I'm just so glad that you come on the show. And I'm so glad we connected on Clubhouse. My pleasure. Thanks so much for having me. Thanks. Thanks for listening to Business on the Bright Side with Jess Ekstrom. I love to send out the episodes every Monday with a quick text and a quote from me. So text me the word podcast to 704-228-9495. That's 704-228-9495. And if you want to see what the show notes are from this episode, head to businessonthebrightside.com. Hit subscribe here, write a review, and I'll see you on Monday.